0: Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great.
1: Five. Hey,
2: guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 70 we are hanging or I'm hanging out in the beeb this week uh headed to Grand Forks actually had a long day yesterday I left Lawrenceburg uh Indiana which is just right outside of Cincinnati Ohio and drove all the way to Sioux Center Iowa uh to see my daughter uh dance a little bit Uh her recital's not till the weekend but uh got to catch a little rehearsal so got Sarah home she's uh on the line here
1: Yep, I'm here. I'm gonna be heading out to the recital this weekend, so I'm excited to watch her dance.
2: Well, I uh drove eight hundred miles and then I sit through five hours of rehearsal, could barely put <laughs> my eyes off it. But it's the thought that
1: counts. It is, and I'm glad I'm glad you got to go watch her and I'm sure she's happy you're there too.
2: Needless to say, it was not a problem sleeping last night. It was pretty easy. Exhausted, huh? Yes. Yeah, and so where are you uh, headed
1: for this weekend?
2: We are headed to Grand Forks, North okay. Dakota, and then uh, somewhere I've never been in Minnesota. I don't even know the name of it. So,
1: so both new now tracks?
2: No, looking forward to going to Grand Forks. I like Grand Forks. Uh, we got okay. some notes for there from last year, so uh, I don't know if they'll be any good. But uh, I feel like uh, we were decent there last year, so hopefully uh, our package will work really good there, and uh, we'll talk about uh, Lawrenceburg here in a minute, but before we get to that, man, with all the rain outs at Terre Haute and all that stuff, we uh went on some adventures. We got to go to IRP and watch the Silver Crown race on pavement, and then uh, actually got to attend the Little 500. Uh, I want to thank Bar- uh, Brian Gossel and Cindy for letting us come and hang out, and uh, man, that was a cool race, and that's uh, that's on the bucket list now. That's something that I really want to do, and and uh keep your eyes peeled folks because uh there's already some stuff in the works but
1: uh okay but you yeah. said you went and watched but you did more than that at the little 500 what else did you do
2: well we were uh you know they were a little short-handed with crew so uh you know and you got to make two mandatory pit stops in that race 500 lap race and they uh, basically only had three guys and i mean three guys could have done it but it was going to be tough so uh me and Darren and Zach bounced in there to help those guys and I end up being, uh, a right rear tire carrier. Uh, Zach actually changed the right front and Zach was a left rear tire carrier. And, uh, uh, it was kind of, I kind of got tickled a little bit because there was a couple guys there that I've seen those cars in on, you know, in magazines and stuff before. And I don't know any of those guys, but, uh, you know, been doing it for years and, and, uh, I don't remember what car it was, but the car was parked right next to us and they came in for a pit stop and, and they were pretty efficient, got it out, and they beat the pay, the pace truck back out, you know, and didn't go down a lap. And, and they were all high-fiving and everything, and I thought, man, that was pretty cool. You know, this is a pretty cool deal. And then next thing you know, it's our turn. So here they here he comes in, and we kicked their butts. Uh, we, <laughs> of course it was a competition. We, uh, I don't know, Zach's got it on his phone, uh, somebody recorded it for us, but uh uh, other than the fuel, we had to we had to wait 17 seconds for the fuel. To, I mean, after we were done servicing the car with tires, it still took 17 more seconds to get the, fuel, the 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 tank fuel full of fuel. So we waited 17 seconds on that, but we still beat the pay truck out. So uh and we had only ever practiced once, so that was pretty cool. But uh, no, it was awesome. Uh And then got to go over to Waynesfield, Ohio on Sunday, or no, that would have been Monday. No, that would have been Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. And, uh, got to go hang out with Dave Aston. And, uh, that's pretty cool. You know, I've never seen Dave race. And me and Dave have only been friends now for a couple of years. But I've always said this, you know, he's like a brother from another mother. Uh, we're kind of like the same person. We like the same thing. We talk about the same things and do the same things. And it's kind of weird that you meet somebody, uh, and, you know, hit it off that quick with them. But anyway, uh, Dave, uh, Went out real late in his, in his uh, qualifying session, didn't qualify so well, and started eighth in the heat race and run sixth in the heat, missed the show by one spot, and then started on the pole to B and pretty much dominated the B. And uh, we helped him with his car a little bit and got him rolling around there pretty good, I thought. And then in the feature, it took forever but uh, he got lapped. I don't know about, uh, I don't know, halfway through the race or something like that, but uh, fell back, you know, like basically he was running like third or fourth in line there and he stayed with them the whole time until the caution came out and then they made him go to the back but just to, you know, his confidence boost for him to know that his race car is capable of of running up front, you know, if you start up there
1: Oh, for sure Well, so, despite all the rain outs, you still had a good um, lots to keep you busy this weekend
2: Very eventful weekend, yes, we were busy, busy busy, it was fun Uh, Like I said, there's a lot of talk already about the little 500 next year and uh I've never raced anything on pavement other than goat karts when I was a kid. So uh looking forward to that. The boss man even had already looked up enough stuff to know how much it costs to test at PRI or at IRP, I'm sorry. Uh and all that stuff. So sounds like uh maybe there's something that works hopefully and uh I've already I say I know there's something that works. We've uh I've already kind of talked to Brian a bit. Actually he's trying to get me to fly to Denver and run a wing a sprint car on july the 4th but uh just too close don't think i can make that happen that quick but uh, uh really looking forward to uh maybe putting something together to do that because uh, anytime you do something different it's 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 uh, more exciting
1: yeah that sounds like a lot of fun well since you gave us a huge recap right there let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about this past weekend
0: Highside racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomex race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye-sublimated team apparel, and top-quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email Highside at gmail.com for more information.
2: Okay, guys, we're back, and uh, you know you cut me off there before I wanted to finish up, but what I was going to say was, is, you know, uh, one of those pavement races, everyone gets ra- – not everyone, but most people get radios.
1: Oh, is and, that exciting? Uh,
2: you're not getting one where, as I know you, you bitch at me.
1: What are you doing? <laughs> That's not fair. Can you just take you the mean, microphone part out so I can't you, talk to you? You can, get,
2: you can get one to listen, but you ain't Just a one-way? Yeah.
1: Uh, well, maybe I could be encouraging no?
2: Well, there's a spotter in there. There's a lot that goes on in those radios. I got to actually wear a radio and listen in. And, and uh, you know, Scott, uh, his crew chief was pretty cool and, and let me kind of help with a lot of things and trying to decipher a few things. And the car wouldn't turn very well. And, and he let me have a powwow with him, what I thought was wrong. And it was really cool. I really had a lot of fun doing that. And, you know, I'm uh, you know this, I've talked about this a long time, but when I retire I wanna always wanted a dirt silver crown car to race. And me and Jim Ellison have already talked about that, but uh about doing that. But now it's it's kinda of evolved a little bit more.
1: It definitely sounds like you've got the bug.
2: Yeah, it was it was really fun. I, I'm excited to be able to get to do that hopefully, uh hopefully everything comes together like we've already started to plan and uh we'll see. Anyway
1: Okay well,
2: to, we better start talking about Lawrence instead of uh what's gonna happen.
1: That's okay. Um, Monday was the race. So Lawrenceburg on Memorial Day, 25 cars. You qualified in the second group. You qualified 23rd. Uh, that had you starting 8th in Heat 2. You ended up finishing 4th, which was great. Starting 11th in the A feature. You ended up pulling in on lap 14 with a finish of 22nd.
2: Well, I have been to Lawrenceburg, but it's been a few years. Uh, I think uh, – I think Johnny says it maybe 2000, I don't remember, 40. All right, the Outlaws put something out 17 years ago. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and we were in the top 10 17 years ago at Lawrenceburg, but different racetrack. Ten, uh, 17 years ago, it wasn't the configuration that it is now. But uh, we've been there. I've been there, uh, I don't remember exactly, one other time between, I think they messed up there. I've been there one other time between... Uh, 17 years ago and now, but I can't remember exactly when it was. But it was this configuration, but uh, I don't even remember what car I drove. We didn't have any notes, gear notes, we didn't have anything, so we just guessed, and we guessed wrong. Uh, it looks like it. Qualifying, we I think we had beat two cars, we had the wrong gear in, uh, just a lot of things that we just missed on, and uh, we had gas shocks on, because normally that place is kind of bumpy and rough, and it was, but uh, Anyway, long story short, we didn't have any notes there and went out through qualifying and we stunk up the place. And then for the heat race, between the qualifying heat race, I come in and we made some changes, change of gear, and I decided to put twin tube shocks on because every time, for for some reason, it seems like when I run the gas shocks here lately, I'm not as good. So, took the gas shocks off, put twin tubes on, and actually went from 8th to 4th in the heat and was actually felt like I was catching Donnie there and felt really good in the car. and, And, uh, you know, put us in the show, so that was good. Uh Feature time, I think we started 11th. I got a horrible start, horrible start. I think I lost five spots just on the start, and uh got moving around there, was around the bottom, and needed to be around the top, and I just didn't get to the top quick enough, because I was kind of trapped on the bottom, and finally, when I got up to the top, the car was actually pretty good up there, but then, uh, you know, I don't know, two or three laps before I pulled in, I got lapped, and it's just, uh, and it was really bumpy and there's treacherous actually, you know, it, it was, uh, it was a hard race, hard racetrack to run without getting your stuff tore up. And, you know, when you're back about the 16th mark and not feeling like you're going to go ahead at all, it's kind of senseless to me to stay out there and wear out the engine and wear out the tires, and wear out the parts, and maybe wear out the car. If you take a chance and go through a hole, get upside down. So I just, uh, decided to, uh, you know, race another day and we'll have something here at Grand Forks and hopefully, uh. We can unload there and, and be much better uh, than we were at launch
1: Yeah, I think that uh, heat race run was actually really encouraging, despite how the A feature panned out. But you can still tell there's some speed there when you've got it figured out, um, obviously, with the wrong gear. And the qualifying didn't help at all. But we'll yeah, start again next week and see what happens.
2: We have this conversation every week. There's glimpses of hope and and sunshine on the end of this but uh it's just really tough guys and i'm going to tell you you know i know there's a lot of critics out there that talk and and this that and the other but uh you know this is the toughest thing that i've ever had to challenge in my racing career and you know and at 50 years old too but i'm and i'm not using that for excuse but it it is tough these guys are the best and they're the best for a reason and that's why they're out here and and, uh, you know, just the last week, couple of weeks before this, we had some good runs. You know, it's very confidence boosting and, and that, and, uh, we just, we're, we're definitely getting better and we're getting ready to go to a, to a stretch of, of, a, we're going to race three, four times a week here and maybe more, uh, here in the next month. So that's what I need. I need to race more often and not have the downtime because just like we race, didn't race. Terre Hope, you know, that left me with basically, what, six, seven, eight, nine days without racing. And you just get, you, you know, you get, I mean, for me, I guess I just, senile, I don't know, I just get, I feel like I lose my, <laughs> I feel like I lose my train of thought just a little bit when we don't do it often enough. And, and, and trying to build this book is a big deal. You know, we're trying, and it's like unloading at Lawrenceburg with nothing. Uh, it, and it showed, you know, and then we stumbled and you know, we made changes and helped it, and then we were fast. So uh, it's just hard to unload right out of the box when you don't have any notes or anything, uh, you know. And and I'll I'll tell you right now, these guys are very secretive. They don't tell you a lot, and uh, you know some. I mean, uh, I don't have that guy. I don't know who. Uh, I don't who. I don't know who I can go to and talk to all the time, other than uh, Mikey Kemper with with Craig. But you know, I don't feel like that it's fair for him to tell me everything they're doing either so uh and then after i put the wrong gear in because you know you don't want to step on anybody's toes and then i went over and and uh, asked mikey what gear he had in and we were way off and I'm, i, I want to thank him for letting me know but it was you know it's after qualifying so it really didn't affect him any anymore so uh you know it's just uh it's just different it's different racing you know i've always tried to help all the guys that i could racing you know through my career to help them get going and get them up to speed you know somebody come up to me anytime and want to know what gear i'd always kind of tell them or this that and the other but it's just hard to go ask these guys because this is this different this is how they're eating and and uh you know it'd be like going over somebody's house and cutting their steak into and that taking half of it
1: (laughs) right you know in this week on the internet i try to stay out of the comments i swear i do but i was reading some stuff and people were making comments about the guys that are currently out let's say jason and the guys with the concussions everybody that's off the tour right now and those are all really good reasons to be out and you know the general public doesn't understand the implications of his trailer being torn up and all the all the things that go in it and you know people are wanting to say you know you you don't have enough heart or you would be out there if you wanted to be. But I don't think people realize that running with the outlaws, it's a business. This is like a full-time business. It's not just your recreational running. It's different than when we were with the ASCS. There's just so many different complex parts to make this team work and to make all this happen. It's not as simple as people think it is, and they just don't get it. And that's what I was telling Mama Gail on the Internet. I was like, I can't get in the comments because I can't argue with this. Like, I just – stay out but uh people just don't understand the business aspect of it and that's part of you not being able to ask people questions and um or not feeling like you can and just the way it works
2: well I didn't see any of that so I don't know what you're elaborating on but I'm sure that that uh you know Jason wants to be here I mean I I talk to him every every two or three days and uh you know ask him how it's going man are you getting back out here you know and Uh, it just – it ain't that easy. Uh, You know, trailers are not on every street corner. Uh, You know, if you ordered a brand-new trailer today, it would take you probably a year and a half, maybe two years to get it. Right. Uh, You know, and it's $400,000 to order a trailer.
1: Well, and then all that you carry with you. I mean, you have a full-blown race shop on wheels there with all your parts and everything, multiple cars. It's much more complex than just loading up for a weekend to go hit your local track. It, it, there's a lot more to it than that.
2: For sure. You know, uh, there's no way that if we were – I mean, I, I'm going to use myself, but if we were wrecked, our you know, our trailer – the truck's different. The truck's easy. Trucks are everywhere. You can buy a truck everywhere. Rent a truck everywhere. We've had that happen. We blowed up a truck in Montana and had to rent a truck and had a rental truck for two months, but – the trailer's different. They're not everywhere. And to move out of one into another, it, I, honestly, to move out of this trailer, well, I, we did it over the winter. We got a new trailer. So over the winter, it took us, I guarantee you, a good solid month to be organized and have right. everything in there. But, but you know, just like Jay, I talked to Jay, and, you know, Featherlight can't even get that trailer in to get it fixed until, what did he tell me, the third week of July? Dang. Uh, and you wouldn't want to take it just anywhere because, you know, it's, they're not going to do, you know, it's a, it's a federal It's It'd be like taking a Chevy car to a Ford dealership. Right. You know, you want to take it to the right place to get it fixed properly. Uh, I'm not sure where they're at with that. I, there was some talk that they were going to try to fix it themselves or they could get back out quickly. Uh, you know, and last I heard, he was going to try to make it this week at uh, Grand Forks. So I don't know. I haven't well, talked to to see how, see where they're at on that. But people, I mean, I don't know. I didn't get to see what you're talking about. But I'm telling you, uh, it's it's a very big uh, undertaking to make something like that happen. And I, I would, I, what I was going to say is, that if our trailer was wrecked like Jay's was, uh, I know you'd my, be in the same boat. I know my situation, and I know my car owner. We're not fixing it ourselves. You know, you're talking about a four hundred thousand dollar trailer that we don't want to cobble it up because then if it's if it's Jerry rigged then then uh, when you get ready to sell it it's a Jerry rigged trailer. You want to take it right back to TNE and let T and E fix it. And uh, you know, who knows when that's gonna happen. Uh needless to say the outlaws are you know kinda of got you by the ball sack I guess you could say because I'm sure Jay could have raced locally around home off of a flatbed or out of borrow somebody's trailer just to race locally. But the outlaws won't let you. So I'm sure he's chomping at the bit to want a race, uh, right? But you can't. I mean, you're you're contracted, and and uh, you know I'm sure if you went somewhere else and raced, they're going to take all your platinum, uh, you know the membership part, yeah, yeah. Well, they're going to take all that away, and uh, so he's just sitting in limbo, not getting the race, and trying to figure it all out. And I know they were working with an insurance company for a while there because uh, COVID, they wouldn't even send out a. Uh, Adjuster. Adjuster, right. Yeah, they had to do it all online with pictures and videos and all that stuff. Man,
1: what, 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 a kind world,
2: what kind of world has it been? But anyway, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see that, but uh,
1: – Well, I'd uh, be happy people, to tag you so you can get in the middle of it. <laughs>
2: uh, I, so I don't get it. Just but, stay out of it. Yeah. No, uh, I was
1: mainly reading. I wasn't really commenting, but I just I, you just see people, and they do it to us all the time. They comment on our stuff too, and, and people just don't understand. And I guess that's what I was getting to. But I definitely got you on a hot button topic.
2: Well, my my issue with that is, is, is I don't read all that. I don't see all that. You tell me about some of it, and I giggle about it because people have no clue. Uh, if it's e- if they think it's that easy, how come they're not out here? Right. Right. Uh, you know, people – I've hired a lot of guys through my racing career that wanted to go racing full-time that didn't ever – you know, oh, man, that's all I ever wanted to do was be on a crew. I've had guys last 30 days, if that – some some less than that. They get out here and go, man, this ain't that much fun. This is a lot yeah. of work.
1: It Those is few. not glamorous. That's for dang sure.
2: It's definitely not glamorous. I'm sitting in a Walmart parking lot uh, <laughs> in the bees, looking at the laundry mat, hoping my clothes are drying. Uh, I've done been over there and did laundry this morning and race suits and all that. And uh, hopefully the dryers are working because I'm not over there right now. But uh, doing that, picking up my daughter for lunch, and then when we're done with lunch, I got a five and a half hour track on to Grand
1: Forks. Sounds like you got a busy day. Yep.
2: Glamorous, glamorous,
0: huh? Glamorous. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, and micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit OutlawWings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw.
1: Okay, I've got a question of the week for you, and it actually... Kind of pulls into what we were just discussing. I got an email from Derek, and he asked on the last podcast Wayne said outlaws don't approve him to run a race. What is the criteria for approval?
2: Uh, whatever they want you to do, basically. But uh, we have a 24-hour rule. But you still have to have permission. There's no way in hell you can race any race 24 hours before or 24 hours after without permission. Well, I shouldn't say it, period. I don't right. think that ever you you permission. Uh, right. And then if you wanted to run a race any other time, you have to ask permission. Uh, and for most part, if it's not an outlaw sanctioned track, like Knoxville was this last week and the guys got to go there, uh, we didn't go because it was just too far to go. Uh, John, John's birthday weekend and he had his wife flying in already to India. There was a lot of stuff going on. But... Uh, if it's an outlaw-sanctioned track, it's easier to get permission to go. Uh, right. But if it's not an outlaw-sanctioned track, it's uh, pretty much a wash. I mean, uh, there's no way that you're going to get to do it, more than likely. There there has been times that they've let guys do this, that, and the other for a sponsorship deal or this or that. But for the most it's part – It's at their uh, discretion. Yeah, yep, they're uh, and and you know what, uh, you know, people get I people bitch and complain about it, but you know, they they give the platinum members have a really good toll money package and there's a lot of perks to be in a platinum member and they're just trying to protect their brand and I get that. Uh there's times that you know, with rain out, I wish they would give us a little bit more options uh because uh you know, we missed Kokomo. That was 26,000 the win we could have raced. And we could all race that because we all drove right well actually we went there and watched, so uh we were able to we would have been able to make that race, and everybody else would have too but I get it, uh you know uh Kokomo, if they wanted all us, they probably should have sanctioned that a co sanctioned that with a world outlaw race, and we'd all been there, so I get it uh it's just protecting their brand, but honestly, sometimes it does totally suck.
1: Yeah, and that protection of the brand, you can see that that is working in that any outlaw race, those stands are packed. We have the best fans, the biggest turnout, and it's not like that with other, uh, divisions or anything else. You know, it's outlaws. When people, when they have a race, people show up, and by protecting the brand, that helps that stay in place. So you can't fault them for it. It's just part of the business, and, uh, Derek, we appreciate that question.
2: Yeah, for sure. Great question, uh, Derek, and and um, hopefully that helped.
1: Okay, I've got my quick question of the week for you. Since you're on the road solo right now and you're in the beeve, you're going grocery shopping all the time. When you grocery shop, what is the one item you always put in your cart? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know. <clears throat> I mean I know uh, I know when you're coming home I know what I Milo's, buy that you eat.
2: Milo's Milo's uh iced tea.
1: Milo's iced tea with the yellow cap. It's the un it's the sweetened but the sweetened with the fake sugar.
2: Yes. Diet iced tea if you call it, I guess you could
1: say. Diet iced tea.
2: Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's I never go without it. And unless
1: you're somewhere that they don't have it.
2: Oh, in Pennsylvania they didn't have it, so it was uh, rough real. going. I bought, I bought some <laughs> shit that was bad, so I actually gave it to the boys. They put it in a, and they put it in the trailer.
1: Yeah, Milo's iced tea. Well, that that's a good answer. I know pr- plenty of other things you like to buy too, but that that oh, would buy, be the right I, answer.
2: I, I every time I go to Walmart, I buy the same stuff, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yep. I, keep, I keep those frozen pizzas in here for my pizzazz. That way, uh, after the races, if I want a hot meal and lunch meat, always. and got Always got to have my chocolate donut.
1: Yes, yeah, so and now my son, he's on the chocolate donut train, too. I guess he always has been, but that's, that's a necessity for him, a staple.
2: Well, the, the difference in me and him, I'll have a couple. He'll eat the whole box.
1: Yeah, the box is one serving for him, for sure. Okay, well, that's all I've got for this week. If you all haven't done so, please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. We would appreciate that. If you want to share the podcast on your social media, you can always send us an email at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com. I'm happy to email you a gift, a koozie sticker, or something else. I actually have some new stickers and koozies coming in in the next week or two, so that's exciting. Uh, Don't forget you can visit the merch shop. It's waynejohnson2c.com. We've got some new hats up there. We still have some wing panels left that I've been able to ship, so grab those while you can. I think we have, like, six left in stock there. Um, and then other things there, we're working on new shirts, right, babe?
2: Yep, new shirts. Uh, we're working on a a Knoxville, uh, new a new shirt for Knoxville, and then actually uh, just a more casual tee, uh, you know, that don't have the race car and stuff on it. So working on that also uh and i don't know uh what else we're we working
1: on oh i have Perfect. another little surprise coming but i'll show you in later you don't even know <laughs> just... okay guys you can also call us anytime on the voicemail line or send us a text 405-362-0620 you can follow along Wayne Johnson Racing on social media facebook and instagram and that's how you keep up with us
0: awesome well guys and guess until next week, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.